Britain has taken the checkered flag to win. That was absolutely brilliant. Oh, Sergio Perez is giving it everything. Oh, no, Maggie, that was so not right. Goes You sound great. You sound really good. Yeah, I'm in Dublin. I'm in a hotel. I'm doing some American game show thing, which I can't talk about because I've signed NDAs and the Americans hate anything that's been told. So I can't say what I'm doing in Dublin, but some American game show. Um, so I'm currently in a hotel and it's all a bit mad. And I'm sorry that I am. I mean, at least we're here this week. Yeah, I mean, but to be fair, like, Someone the went reason, on holiday. I did go on holiday and then I got back and I didn't feel well. So, uh, I, uh, oh, I did. We, uh, with the only night we could have podcasted the week I got back, uh, I wasn't really up for it. Um, annoyingly, I was in Austria. I should have just stayed there. I should have stayed <laughs> another week and then just gone to the Austrian Grand Prix because yeah, that was that, didn't good. You? You didn't that hmm. well, yeah. so, so you could be smoked out by flares. Yes, and uh, and rained on and then, um, see a lot of track limit violations yeah we're, i think we will talk about all that later i'm sure uh, well, we will when we find yeah, out what happened so, sorry i forgot my headphones i forgot everything and i'm barely here like this this podcast has been off on off on yeah. off definitely off and then suddenly uh, about 15 minutes ago like yeah i can do it <laughs> Yeah, I was fully expecting to for us to be uh, two weeks. You know, my fault last week, your fault this week. But uh, but no, we are here. So uh, we, hey, it's gonna, not my fault. I'm not claiming this one. I'm actually here. Yeah, we're gonna try and we're gonna try and bring throw together some kind of semblance of a podcast for you. So should we go into the what's what we think Carl happened? We need to come up with what a better we name. Think for that Carl happened. Yeah, well, you need to, come, yeah. need to come up with a better name for a feature. I need to come up with a bumper for it as well. Yeah. I've only got this at the moment. What the fuck? Yeah, what the, what the fuck? fuck happened? Yeah, I mean that's, that's pretty much Carl's what the fuck. Okay, yeah. off we go. Carl's what the fuck. <laughs> Carl's what the fuck. Uh, so I'm actually I, like I can't tell you about qualifying because it, it it rained. I don't know what happened. Um, I can't remember. It was too long ago. And so like, many sessions though, just yeah, so many sessions. It's just like, you just forget. Yeah, and it was all a bit kickball scrambling in our house and for Saturday. So oh no, it's Friday. This is what confused me. It's the Friday. Mm-hmm. And I think trying to work out what happened on the Friday. But uh, anyway, so uh, let's start on the spring race because I, I sort of remember that and I actually wrote notes. Um, so great start from the Hulk. So spring race, great start from the Hulk. Red Bulls in turn one really squirrely. Lando, oh dear, dropped 10. Yeah, the ants stool, stooled him. I don't know. It, like this whole ants stool, stooling, I don't get it. Uh, Hass looking good in the wet in K-Mag and a Merc battle. Um, Inters all the way to the end, question mark. Wasn't sure as to what was going to happen because, well, that was wrong in the end. Um, uh, K and Merck fighting in the middle of the race is a great, is great racing. Yeah, they were really having a real battle there. Um, Alvin playing a great defensive game. So Paris saving tyres, that's the game. Uh, the Haas boys just uh, didn't protect their tyres. Obviously, they died slowly. Uh, Ocon, Leclerc and Norris fight. That was great. There was a lot of great driving this weekend um, and great battles. 
um, when they went when they're actually on the track. Um, Leclerc twitched off. Norris took advantage. Oh yeah, he likes a little twitch there. Russell Ooh. testing. Hello. Like, um, <laughs> Russell testing the tires out. Obviously went on softs. Can't remember. Ran on to, no, ran on to medium to me. Um, and made the right decision in the end. Poor Hulk and the Aston's all over him. Um, that was obviously when he pulled out. Lap 18, pit time. Are softs really right? Questioning this. Lap 21, Alvin Ham, Piastri and Leclerc fight. Again, great driving, great challenges. Felt like one of those races. And I think I love the track. I think it's a great track. Um, it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, uh, feel sorry for Alvin in the final lap. That was, yeah, that was harsh. Um, I thought Hassel fucked it for the Hulk, but I eat my words. Uh, he obviously changed tyres. Remind actually, me, what happened to Albert on the last lap? Because I can't actually remember. I don't know either. I just said feel sorry oh. for Albert in the final oh, lap. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming he got done. Because when did he finish in the sprint? I can't remember now. Um, I'll, I'll get. I think he probably got done somewhere. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, and, uh, yeah. Um, and then, oh, Red Bull infighting. Love a bit of Red Bull infighting mm-hmm. uh, at the end there. Um, yeah, so that was very nice. I don't really... I like... I think we're talking like let's talk about the spring race as a general. I love the spring racing. I love this format of weekend. I would have this every weekend if I could. I know there are a lot of purists that don't like it. I know there are a lot of people that don't like it. But I actually, as the casual viewer, if you will, although I watch it every weekend, but that's sort of not obsessed like you um, on it. You know, um, although I secretly am, um, but. I think it was a really interesting race and really interesting to have the spring race. I quite the qualifying on the Friday is a bit strange to then have another qualifying on the Saturday. I find that a bit strange. Um, but it's very detached from what we're used to. But I agree. Like I actually do like it, but I wouldn't want it every week. I quite like this. You know, this I find it. I find it exhausting. It's. It's it's just so much competitive sessions to watch because like I'll normally I'll listen to the practice sessions while I'm working and I'll just you know it'll be an in the background type thing but I'm paying attention to what's going on and and then I'll sort of catch up on the news afterwards but it's not competitive so it's kind of like if you miss it it doesn't really matter you're kind of committed to to so many competitive sessions now and it's it's exhausting it genuinely I I found myself because I had quite a busy weekend anyway so I was kind of fitting in Formula One around other stuff shock horror you are okay i hope you're sitting down for this convince my convince my in-laws to watch the race so we watched the race live how did that go i was up they actually quite enjoyed it and then uh and then my father-in-law said oh yeah i used to watch it when i was younger like what you're just saying this now i've known you for five years six years nearly and you're just now telling me you used to watch formula one back in like the 70s and 80s so yeah so um the the mother-in-law seemed seemed to kind of enjoy it she was asking lots of questions and and the father-in-law was just sitting back and kind of just kind of enjoying it so yeah um i don't think i'm going to convert you watching your parents as well or was it in your house uh well no because i was i was at the in-laws all right but i do normally watch it with my parents and um but yeah we um because we're very lucky that that me and my wife we both have both of our parents um still alive and together and very much healthy so we're very very lucky on that sense um, so we do spend a lot of time with them. And, uh, fortunately my parents are very into their formula one, but hers are definitely not, which is why I miss quite a lot of races. 
nowadays because family has got to come ahead of sport, obviously. Um, like what you it, do, it does. Yeah, well, you're doing well, but you, what you do is have your wife involved watching Formula One and getting obsessed with it as well. She's my wife, Laura, is more obsessed than I am. It's hilarious. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, so much more than I do. My wife said to me, I can't believe we've got to go and spend time with my parents this weekend. We're going to miss the Grand Prix. And it's Austria because she, no, she, she, she lived in Austria for a year, so she loves the Austrian Grand Prix. It's her favorite yeah. Grand Prix. So she was uh, she was quite gutted about that. So then she messaged them and said, When we leave on Sunday, how about we instead of leaving at sort of two o'clock ish, we'll leave at four and we'll all watch the oh, race. Bribery. You can keep, you can yeah. keep. Yeah, she was literally like, uh, we'll, we'll have Sunday lunch, we'll have it a little bit earlier, but then we'll watch the F1, we'll stay a little bit later and then we'll, we'll leave after the F1. How about that? And they're like, Yeah, you can do that. So yeah, she actually like fully bribed them into watching it. So and it's her. I, I didn't, I didn't suggest this. This was her. So no, I live, I live with my in laws. And bless them. Yeah. They don't watch it, but it's like every race. Oh, what time's the race? Okay, well, yeah. we'll have lunch a bit earlier. We'll have a lunch a bit later. Oh, the lunch is not what, one o'clock. Oh, I'll bring lunch into you. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> winning. Brilliant. So, yeah, this might be the start of something beautiful. You never know. It might be. I may never miss a race again. Um. Yeah, we'll see about that. I'm not going to yeah. hold it. Um, yeah. But we, yeah, so sh- should we unpick uh, some of the talking points from the sprint before we move on? Would that be yeah, a good no, idea? But no. yeah, um, what did you think about that that opening battle then with Perez and Verstappen, the, the two instances? Well, they were just getting like, yeah, so there's turn one instance and the turn three instance, which confused me because I thought they were the same turn because it sort of happened in a replay and I was trying to catch up with what the hell was going on. And that's the problem with, I, I now know why you found it so hard to do the, 22 minute challenge because you're writing stuff down and you're missing bits as well. Anyway, um, yeah, but the way I did it, I'd watch the race, absorb yeah. it, and then I'd go back and watch the 40 minute highlights. And then yeah. now that when I know what narrative is actually going to follow through the race, as I watch yeah. the 40 minute challenge, the 40 minute uh, review, I would then kind it's of the put thing. two so minutes together. So, you know, which is fine. Um, I like the, this whole thing, but it was a bit of, was it a bit of, tussle or was it actually not you know in the sense of uh, oh because you, you've driven into me i'm going to drive into you type thing um like how like verstappen it felt like i, I was actually with perez more on it like especially the turn three one and then max was like what the, what the fuck i was like mm, no like that wasn't how it seemed and uh, yeah it definitely felt like perez was going on the inside there and it just felt like yeah of course it was you know it was typical Verstappen and I mean that it like Verstappen he's not having to it was like, oh, but, but, like my, sorry, my, my turn one it was like oh I, I lost control um, did you yeah so like Perez it was it was verging on the edge of rude but he absolutely earned the right to at least challenge Verstappen into that yeah. corner but yeah. Verstappen because the way he is he doesn't like that he will then just throw it up the inside on the next corner. And you know, you could see when he went up, when he when he took Perez at turn three, he didn't even attempt to make that corner. He he right. pushed Perez out wide. You can see by the steering angle, it's very similar to Rosberg Hamilton in that. Um, yeah, that, and then blamed that, that he couldn't drive. Like, yeah. What? Do you remember that that very race? Uh, the the first the first race, pretty much one of the first races we watched together. That uh, it was uh, Rosberg You're Hamilton twelve years ago. Yeah. Time. No, it wasn't that long ago. It was it was Rosberg Hamilton coming together in Austria in 2016, 2015, 16. Uh, it was that race. And then we sat, we paused. Like 10 it. years ago. 
Yeah, so we pulled. It's about eight years ago, but we were sitting there and we were debating Basically. like hell. We were debating like hell about whose fault it was. You were you were saying it was Rosberg. Oh. I was saying it was Hamilton. And then like all, we then pressed play on Sky, and, and the uh, the uh, commentators were just bringing up all the points that we made, and we were just laughing our tits off because it was like, yep, yeah, we should be on this show. Um, but yeah, and I was right. And this 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 was the same thing. This was the same thing, to be honest. And we saw it in in sprint qualifying when Hamilton. Yeah, absolute slam dunk. He impeded Verstappen on his lap while he was getting ready to start his his quick lap. And then Verstappen just like cynically, there's no way was he going on to do another quick lap. He cynically then got in Hamilton's way just to wreck his lap because mm. he'd been impeded on the previous lap. Instead of letting justice play out, Hamilton would have got a slam dunk three-place three place grid drop for that. But then I, I'm convinced that they were just like, do you know what, martial law, they both impeded each other. Let's just leave it. Whereas mm-hmm. what should have happened is Hamilton should have got a free, free place grid drop for that. But he still would have got into f- further into the qualifying. And as it was, because of what Verstappen did, he was out of, mm-hmm. uh, of sprint, sprint qualifying in the first yeah. session. So yeah. it, it, it's, that's the kind of attitude it is. It's the whole, oh, look at me, I'm the big man. Nobody can beat me, the man of the scenario. Same thing. Why did the team let him box to the fastest lap? I know we'll get to that later. But why did we'll the team box to the fastest lap? No, it's, don't release, don't reveal it. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm on a bit of a, I'm in a bit of a Verstappen rant at the moment, so right. I apologise. Anyway, right. That's, I think that's a whole bigger subject. To that's that. my, that's my rant point over for that one anyway. Um, um, there right. was like some great battles. There wasn't like in that, there, there was nothing, I mean, what did you think about the tyre choices there? Because obviously that was a great play with the with the inters and the wet. Did anyone make the right decision or the wrong decision? Um, it was it was six of one half dozen for me. Like Hulkenberg pitted from what was it, fourth and then finished eighth, I think it was. So um, like it didn't really work out for him, but he still managed to get a few points. But he was going backwards anyway. So there's yeah. no way of saying that he definitely would have would have um, you know, would have finished any higher up anyway so yeah. i think it i don't think i think the tire choice didn't dramatically change anyone's race there was a few mm-hmm. people that didn't quite make it work just about i think because he made the right choice the right time yeah but again he he only got one point out of that i think and mm-hmm. i think he was he was pushing on the edge of points anyway he probably gained because he was the first one in he probably did gain a position or two because of it. The people that came in the following lap probably didn't gain anything. So, uh, or maybe a position at best. So it, unfortunately, I mean, it's a sprint race. It has to be short, but the race was a little too short for that scenario to really play out. Well, it would have been nice if that, if, uh, if the rain had, um, had eased slightly earlier or, uh, had been slightly less or, uh, the race had been slightly longer. So then we had that, that kind of midpoint in the race, do you stick with the intermediates to the end? But then saying that everyone may have just pitted for drives if that was the case. With it, we had converging strategies with this, yeah. and maybe it was the right, you know, maybe it was exactly what we should have had in the end anyway. But yeah, I think the rain definitely spiced up the, the sprint in that sense. And but Austria doesn't really need a lot of spicing up. It's a pretty good circuit anyway. It's always good racing there. Um, yeah. the high altitude helps with that as well. Every track should be high altitude. Is that what it is? Um, well, because the air is so much thinner, they have to work the air harder to get the downforce. So even though they're going, you know, there's so much less wind resistance. So they're going so much faster in a straight line. 
because mm-hmm. the, the air is thinner. So they have to put thicker wings on to get more downforce through the corners. So what you would normally have on in Monaco, you probably have on an Austria, even though they've only got eight corners of any significance. Yeah. I know we're talking about it later, but the, 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 the differences between the McLarens at the moment, you know, the, the two cars. Yeah. I mean, that's a, part of driver as well. But like you say, we will get onto that. We, then we'll get onto that. Lando and is a bit um, of a specialist. So on Saturday as well, um, just to pass and, and make note of it and, and respect, pass respects, um, obviously the guy, Delano van der Hoft. Yeah, terrible. Um, and obviously, you know, it's tragedy. Um, I think we need to see what, you know, just because it happened on the Saturday there, and I think we need to make sure that, you know, it doesn't happen again. It's the second time in the second race. So yeah. anyone who says that that's... Jack, it's far and, yeah. it, like, you know, but I, it's just, I, I wanted to note it as well, you know. Oh, absolutely. It was it was horrific. It was, it's terrible that it's still happening. And to be honest, I don't know what the solution is. Now, I know that they've made changes to make things better, but obviously you can still Hasn't bounce... Worked. You can still bounce back in onto the path of other cars. And yeah, the visibility was terrible. So I think it's either a case of we don't race in spa when it's wet. Yeah. Um, or dare I say it, we don't race in spa because this isn't worth people's lives. I love spa, it's one of my favorite circuits, if not my favorite circuit. Um, spa's causing too many problems. Uh, yeah, they've they're they're doing everything they can to to improve things, but the end of the day, if you're if you're in a projectile that hits a stationary object at 200 miles an hour, you or the object you hit is going to be destroyed. I don't. There's not much you can do. You make one thing stronger, it's just gonna it's just gonna harm the other thing more. If you're t-boning a car at 150, yeah, 200 miles the, an hour, so it's not it, gonna uh, come off well. There's some Einstein theory, isn't there, about that? You know, the relative speed thing, whatever. It's yeah. Called. Well, yeah. Um, there's. It's just not gonna happen. It's. Yeah. So they need to find a way of stopping that completely. And I don't know what the solution is, but it, I mean, gravel would stop them bouncing back into the, into the track, I suppose, to a degree. Um, I don't know. I I don't know what the solution is, but we need to stop children dying. It's not, it's not right. Yeah. They need to find a solution and need to find it soon because this will kill the Belgian Grand Prix. Absolutely. This will, this will end the Belgian Grand Prix. I, this... no, I, I, I don't think it's far off and it's very nerve-wracking in some way and the fact that we missed one two years ago now um well we'd sort of had one but you know it's officially we have one and it awarded four points but we won't talk about that yeah that's you know and i think it is a mad it's a mad track anyway because of where it is and how it is. But so in 14 years time, Felipe Massa will sue them for that race, and yeah. uh, and Lewis Hamilton will get awarded the championship retrospectively because of the points that he lost because it was a full points race. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to touch that one with a barge pole. Yeah, anyway, yeah. sorry, carry on. Uh, so should we do the actual race then? Um, yeah, we may as well after that slight somber note, and also just to mark it as well, Bob Fernley as well also passed oh, yes. away. Um, but look, you know that slightly slightly uh, more. Expected, you know, (laughs) in his seventies, been battling cancer, and um, yeah, he's yeah, he he was uh, made his mark on Formula One. So yeah, let's just mark that as well. But anyway, moving on to the race, then, what do you think happened in the race? Fucking flares! Fuck! What the fuck? Fucking flares! I'm fed up. (laughs) Fucking flares! Yeah. I don't understand. Get sniffer dogs. I don't know how they're getting them in. 
Anyway, um, obviously they're smuggling them in somehow. Anyway, uh, let's stop. I bet that, hang on. Let's just do the basic. Let's stop showing them on fucking TV. Let's not have them on the TV screens. If they've got the flares up, don't show the crowds. It's as simple as that. Let's not make it a thing. Oh, anyway, there's enough other stuff to be watching, I'm sure. Like cars going around the track, perhaps, instead of people with flares. Anyway, um, uh, all on softs except for Alonso. Uh, Lando, again, fact the starts. Price, price. Um, he's having real issues with the starts. But I think we come on to the McLaren's full stop. Um, Verstappen, a great start. Oh, and Sonoda goes off. Uh, Leclerc battling and safety car. Why? Why are we on safety car? We had no yellows. We just went straight to safety car. It's like they whacked that ball on before they even knew what was going on. Yes, it probably was the correct decision to have the safety car. We didn't have a safety car, did we? Yes, we did. Did we? Yes. Am I going completely crazy? Oh, no, we had VSC. Yeah. No, safety car. No, we had a safety car. Did we... Well, for sure. yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Because I had a, I had, I had an argument with my wife about it. I was, I was saying we had a safety guard. And she goes, no, we didn't. I was like, oh, no, okay. We're no, we definitely had a safety guard. Yeah. No, definitely a safety guard. And then that question, why we don't... Yeah. And yes, because Sonoda went off, didn't it? Yeah, Sonoda went off. Yeah. Round, but there was no real... Like, there was nothing at that very second which made any sense. Probably gravel like, again. But they were all together. No, it was debris. It was a, it was a load of his wing. Um, a carbon fiber all over the track. But I get why there was a safety car in hindsight. Well, no, I don't. I think you could have done it with a BSC. Anyway, we can talk about that later. Uh, but it sort of went straight to safety car. Um, Snowden being cheeky on the inside, no downfalls. Oh, yeah, he got back on the track. So that was, that's why you really confused me. Um, lap three, safety car in. Good, clean restart. Landed dropping ham in it with track limits. Oh, my God. Yeah, anyway, track limits, full stop. We'll get on to that later. I think we're going to have an argument about that. Um, Signs so much faster than Leclerc, um, but I think he was slightly on a different strategy in a slightly different way. Uh, the Perez Russell squabble was quite interesting. Um, Ham is creating his own track again. Track limits. Let's not go off on that one. Uh, black and white flag for Ham. Track limits. This is getting boring. Um, Hulk stops. Hulk stops. Sector one and two yellows. Virtual safety car. Uh, late Ferrari pit, he they went past it. We need, I need, I want to talk about that as well. Um, about the safe, about when they're lobbing it out and the fairness of things because I think there is a safety matter, but there's also a fairness in matter as well. Um, Ham really pushing Perez, um, but not got brakes. Um, uh, Ferrari one and two, lap 25. So many penalties, but we'll come back to that. Still so many penalties. Lap 26, spoke too soon. Um, that was about Ferrari 1 and 2. Uh, Norris catching up Hamilton. Norris uh, got Hamilton on lap 28. Verstappen and Leclerc. Why bother defending Leclerc? I have literally no idea. That I don't think it's his battle. Why is he fighting like he did? But then he's a, he's a dry racer, so why would you not? Um, lap uh, border penalties, stay on the fucking track. Funny Verstappen isn't getting one. Um, lap 43, two stop pit window open. Something in that McLaren update's definitely working because obviously Lando's, but not in Sard, not Sargent's, um, Piastri's. Um, Debris has to go. He's useless. I don't know what he was doing, but he was obviously pissing me off somehow. Uh, Toto to have the car is bad. And we know, please drive it. 
And that's my lads are really rubbish Austrian accent. I'm sorry for that. Um, lap 60, great signs in Perez battle. Uh, signs being very clever with DRS. Yeah, he's he's got brains, unlike Perez, who did not work it out for a long fucking time. Like, cannot get that into his head. Like, Verstappen worked it out quite quickly, and but Perez couldn't work it out. Uh, signs, uh, what are you what are you on about? He's intimidating me in his Spanish accent. But what are you on about? Grow a pair. Like, what I is how are you intimidating? You're in a race car. Of course, he's intimidating. He's got oh, anyway. Uh, Piastri is having a shit race. Sergeant, better race, but five seconds, obviously a penalty. Uh, lap 69, Verstappen coming into pit. Um, and that was the end of the race. Uh, yeah, why he did the first lap, let's talk about that as well. Oh, it was the end and, of the race, but it wasn't the end of the position changes. Yeah, talking about where did you did you see again the decking barriers? Were they out again? Were they? Um, that, so Perez, I'm uh, sorry, Verstappen was coming in, and you saw a mechanic racing over to the barriers to jam the barriers against the wall because of exactly where he's going to come in. So it was just like, what the act, like, what is what that they've got to come up with a new idea as to where they pop these, this park ferme. Just that, don't put them out to the checker flag. It's as simple as that. But they weren't out, but they'd push them out into the pit lane and just getting them ready. But they had to be pushed back because, and it was just another embarrassing thing. No one really picked up on it. I don't know whether I'm just going crazy here, but, uh, and I'd love to sit, to, to, um, hear what people say. And then, Verstappen uh, one. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that. In all honesty, but uh, yeah. I, I believe you. We've got yeah. a cat coming to say hello because he was hello, meowing cat. at the door. So I, uh, I thought I'd let him in. Hello, cat. Because he's being annoying. Being so there we go. Let's break neat. it down. Let's break yeah, it down. Break it down. Um, so I mean, you didn't mention anything about Hass. I would love to just ha- touch on Hass's terrible race pace. And people are making out like this is. A, a new problem but you've just got to go back they've been in in the sport since what 2016 and they've always been like this they've always had terrible race pace they've never been able to manage their tires they have one season in 2018 or 2018 i think it was where they actually put the car together well and that was the year when they were like really really copying ferrari um or borrowing some documents but they've always been like that i i just don't think we should be surprised at their tires well that's the problem they what, sorry? They've got a lot of downfalls on that. That's the problem. Yeah, I think... Hello. We got the cat. Hello. Um, we, I, I think they, they just don't have the resources. They don't have the, the the depth and the structure, and they haven't brought anyone in. They've still got, you know, Steiner mentions in his book that, that you know, they've got so much of their original team still there. Well, that's part of the problem. You're not innovating and you're not improving. And so I, I'm, I'm kind of... I fully expect Haas to fall down to ninth place in the championship this year because I just don't see they've they've got a car that seems to be good over one lap, which means sprint races, they might grab a few points because if they can get up at the top sort of five, six, stay there for 10, 15 laps, then they might just hold on. But yeah. I can't see them doing anything because the, the car's not improving and it's got no race pace. So I just wanted to cover that off because that's kind of that's just what has is. It's just has things. Just has. Mm. Has been has, and that's the problem. Like as, yeah, they haven't changed. They're, they're very much a cottage industry, and I think they always will be because no one's going to travel to, no one's going to go over to Hass. Do you know what I mean? Every they're very much a European thing, and then Hass 
Well, they're based. They're, they're based in um, Banbury, I want to say. Brankley, is that? No, Brankley is Mercedes. Oh, uh, I can't remember what they they do have a base in like the the motorsport valley in yeah. the kind of the Midlands. Yeah, um, they, but it's not run from there as well, you know. And it's well, half, yeah, no the one's cars are designed. At, yeah, the cars are designed at Delara, aren't they? They've got a um, they've got a um, they've got a factory of a, a side of the factory in Marinello as well. Yeah. So they are kind of half based in Italy as well. And that's the yeah. thing; it's a bit of a Frankenstein team. It's all over the place. Yeah, they haven't got a home. No, you know I mean. no like, they're a bit they're a bit nomady. Yeah, and they're not they're not like they're not as works to it's a, they're a bit strange, and I think that's probably part of the problem with them. They're never ever do amazing. Yeah, um, not, they don't really have a I, I think they've got a model to get into Formula One and stay there, but they haven't got a model for success. No, and I but i you know, I think they've still got the right drivers. You know, I think they've got the best they can have. Yeah, uh, they're not they're not and, gonna attract anyone else, are they? No. So, you know, and it's a real, you know, and like has to has, like, you know, they'll luck a few points and they'll fluke a few things, but they're never going to be competition winning in my mind, no. unless they change their whole theory and, and, and work with the works and find a work team that wants to work with them do you know yeah what I mean? they need to find an engine manufacturer yeah. i don't think they're going to find that they're, they're too busy working they're, they're so entrenched with ferrari they're not yeah. gonna they're not gonna give i wonder like if, you know who owns ferrari is it fiat fiat you know i wonder if there's a fiat team or whatever to help them along in yeah you know down the line maserati are they part of that group no i don't think yeah. they're part of that they're not part of that group anymore i don't think are they not but there are Something. other you know, someone like that. I think that would be the only way getting them. Well, the, there was rumours. Um, I think it was Alfa Romeo might be going to Haas to be a sponsor. Well, at yeah. least that merges two like non-existent cars. Like when, uh, <laughs> so when, yeah, it, they, mm. those two teams are so like similar. <laughs> People always get them mixed up. So yeah, uh, yeah Alfa uh, Alfa Romeo and Haas, at least like joining those two might. Uh, might actually kind of just get rid of that that stigmatism. We can and Alpha Tauri now not being called Alpha. It's hilarious. We get yeah. so confused with both Alphas being in there. It's great. We're, we're not, not going to have no Alphas. We're not going to have no Alphas on the grid next year. Love it. All for yeah. it. Fed up of it. Yeah. Aston Martin are going to be top of the championship before the season starts now because they're going to have the lowest name. No. AS. Yes. So they're going to be. Uh, they're going to be the lowest name now. Um. Yeah, so Ferrari, you want to talk about the uh, the, the VSC thing? Um, I think they 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 have to call the VSC at the time it's appropriate and not do like what they do in IndyCar. Like in IndyCar, okay. let me just bring this thing forward first before you make your point. In IndyCar, they have this system where if they're going to put for a, a full course caution, then the um, the race director will kind of will basically say keep going round you've got one lap to go around before i call the full course caution so then you can make your pit stops if you want to because then it'll ruin their um because yeah. th- it doesn't work the same as formula 1 with uh, with the pit stops it's not fortuitous to take a pit under caution yeah. um so they do that i don't like that because then you're letting the cars go around at full racing speed on a track that's potentially unsafe so yeah, I agree. the fairest thing to do is to call the VSC at the earliest opportunity, regardless of what is around. You shouldn't even look at the cars on track. So um, I, I don't know if that's what you're going to say or you're nodding. So it seems like that's what you're going to say. I thought you were going to say 
um, wait until the first car's about to pit or something like that. But yeah, go on. No. Go. So I agree with you. The safety of any car to take you the race is more important than anything else. Yeah. Absolutely. VSC immediately. But here's the but. You have to go past the start line after the VSC has started. So you have to do a lap until you can come into the pits. Same with safety car. Same with safety car. You have to do a full lap behind the safety car before you're allowed into the pits. A, that fares it all up. B, it makes it, which means that pits still have the pit advantage. B, it's a safety thing anyway, because you don't know where that BS, where that crash is at that point. It could be on the entrance to a pit, could be in the exit to a pit, and you could have everyone piling into the pits and they can't get out again. You know, obviously they've closed the pit lane, but that could happen if they throw a VSC, then they're bombing and they just happen to be able to get into the line at that point and you're not sure what's happening. You know, it could be a turn one type hit. So they have to do a full lap once the VSC is called to make it fair for everyone because it's not fair the way the VSC and it's not that it's not fair, but it gives an advantage to everyone else that's behind them and a disadvantage to those that are there. So, and that's a full lap. So even if you're halfway around the track and the VSC is called, you still have to go past the start finish and do another lap before, yes, the VSC might vanish. That's sort of the other peril on it, but at least it's a fair advantage, you know, and makes in, fair. In theory, I agree with you. However, there are a few scenarios where that, doesn't work uh scenario number one is what happens if you've just passed the line and the safety car comes out you've then got to effectively do two laps before you can make a pit stop and most vscs don't last very long so you then miss out on the opportunity well, what if that's hang on are you talking that's... about safety car vsc because that's too VSC. vsc so the vsc yeah it seems but that's that's a fairer thing if the vsc happens um as you're as you, like literally as you finish crossing the line and suddenly the VSC drops, that's I get what you mean. I've got to think this through. And there's also another scenario. Yeah. When a virtual safety car is is called, it's normally because something has happened. And when something happens, it's normally a car hitting something. So you're then saying that a car has to drive around the track with a broken front wing or a or a busted tire and can't come into the pits for, for a lap and a half. Okay. So that's the two scenarios where I can see it's a it, it falls down a little bit. But I do agree in principle that I think I think that the, one can be... for the first for the first lap certainly in safety cars as well that the pit lane should be closed. But I think there sh there should be a provision where um, for the damaged car to be able to yeah if you have damage you yeah can I think stop. I think the stewards should but... be able to go in the same way like you know car, when lapped cars pass you just go lap car forty four is allowed in the pits. Yeah. What you, could, what you could say is you can you can repair damage, but you can't change tires unless yeah. the tires are damaged. And if they're damaged, you can't fit new tires. You have to fit yeah. used tires. Yeah. I think there are ways around it. I think the only problem that is, and I agree, is the fairness of if you've just crossed the line to do it. But, but equally, I think everyone would have to then be crossing that. It you know, it has to be a full one lap. So if you've just crossed the line, I think that's still. You'd still have, you know, you'd still be doing the full. Yeah, lap. But if, 
yeah, but you take it into account like you're just going into turn one, for example. Yeah, the you're, problem you're well past the line. Were... You then have, effectively have to do two laps before you come in. Now, yeah. we yes, the, there are ways we can dot I's and cross T's and make this so that it all makes sense and works. But what I will say is this. I mean, this is the back of a flag packet. So what are we trying to fix by doing it? So yes, we can put all these all these regulations a safety. in. A safety, because okay. going into the pits and bombing into the pits, you when who knows what as a driver you don't know what the hell is going on at that point. There is no reason, and and you'll notice when the VSC or the uh, safety car is out, the amount of incidents that happen in the pit lane because everyone bombs in there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no pre-planning. Everyone's running around trying to throw tires out. They're running over tires as the Hulk did. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm glad you didn't get a penalty for, I don't think. Um, and there are, I might be wrong on that one. Um, and, it, did. And, and it's very busy. There's no thought process that's gone behind that. Um, and I think there is a safety element. And also, you know, people dying across lanes to try and get into the pits or, you know, or, and it becomes a bit of a kickbollock scramble. There's no calm down period on it, you know, with the VSC, because the VSC could easily turn into a safety car, could turn into red. Mm-hmm. You know, if it gives you the lap, at least there is a decision after that has been made. You know, there's not really times where you get an instant red. It has happened. But normally there's a VSC, yellow flags, VSC or whatever. Yeah, uh, normally, yeah. Uh, that comes out before it. And yeah. there's, there's a safety I mean, element. They, they Go on, sorry. There's also a competition element behind it. I know we're not playing to that competition, but it's a fair race in the sense of everyone, in the same way, everyone has the same engine size. Everyone has, you know, you're not at the same choices to make as well. Unfortunately, the Ferraris didn't have the choice that whoever was behind them, might have been Verstappen, did have, you know, to go in. And I think to make races fair is important. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, I don't know what the exact solution is. I, I think potentially the I solution think there needs is... To be a better solution. I'm not saying... I, yeah, I the solution that. potentially is that you don't... The, they used to have it where the pit lane's closed under safety car um, unless you're repairing damage. That's would be maybe the solution. Yeah. And that is for the entire period of the, of the safety car. So the only time you can come in is when they go back to racing speed. Yeah. Or maybe you even, even go one step further and say that you have to complete one full lap after a safety car before making a pit stop, because then you don't have that 15 cars ducking down the pit lane, but equally you wouldn't have them all going into pit lane at the same time. Okay. Um, because because, pit because stop VS, no pit yeah. stop in VSC or safety car, just yeah. blanket it. That's yeah. the easy idea. It's the fairest solution, but equally yeah. it does it does take out. You know, sometimes you have that strategy element of somebody will be hanging out for a safety car, and then I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest. If that rule existed, then Max Verstappen wouldn't be a three-time world champion, or soon to be a three-time world champion, to be a two-time world champion, because that that is mm-hmm. how he won in Abu Dhabi by making two pit stops under under the VSC or safety car. That's yeah. when, you know, and then he won a race that he didn't have the pace to win because of that rule. So it would stop things like that happening. But again, people like to see that underdog story. You know, you see someone, uh, I, I was, I was playing the F1 game yesterday and uh, I was, I was playing a race and I was 
second place behind Fernando Alonso, who was pulling away. I was never going to catch him. And then five laps to go, they call a safety guy. And I took a risk, stuck on a set of sauce, came back and won the race. So I know that's only a game, but but equally like that kind of thing people love to see. So, um, yeah, it's I, I don't know. It's just what are we trying to fix? And if it isn't, if they can find a way to fix the safety element, but still have a little bit of jeopardy without it being a gimmick, as long as it's the same for everyone, I'm OK with that. But yeah, I, I I get I'm not against what you suggested. Put it that way. Um, right. But yeah, before we move on to the elephant that is track limit, should we talk about McLaren? That's that's a nice good story. That that so that so they put the adaptions onto the nonsense car. Fifty percent of them. What do you mean by fifty percent of them? They've got fifty um, percent of the upgrades came on for Austria. There's going to be another 25% for Great Britain and then a further 25% at the Hungarian Grand Prix. Okay. Um, I believe might might be Spartan. I think it's Hungary. So um, they're hoping to get everything on both cars for, for the British Grand Prix, um, but they'll definitely get it all on Norris's car. Um, yeah. But Piastri didn't have any of it Okay. this week. Um, so... Um... Yeah, so I mean, fifty percent is good. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, if that's if that's half their upgrade, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think as well we have to be careful. Landon Norris always goes well in Austria. He's never had a bad race there. It's one of his favourite tracks. It's definitely his best performing track. So yeah. he is a little bit of a special case in that track. He always does well there. So I, it's very difficult to say for certain that it's just the car. Um, this is going to be the um, the tester, Silverstone. See yeah. how they do it. Excuse me. See how they're doing, Silverstone, because that's going to be the um, the acid test. If they're still faster than Mercedes, or I know Mercedes have got upgrade coming anyway, but if they are the fourth fastest team in Silverstone, then I'll start getting excited about the upgrades. Um, yeah, like, I, but it's amazing. They're an amazing team, and I'm really enjoying this. And I've just seen the uh, we've all just seen the livery for the for Silverstone. Yeah, um, I'm not not so keen. Uh, I don't hate it, but I don't like it more than what they already have. Yeah. If they'd have uh, gone back to the whole like the proper um chrome livery that they had back in back in the uh like the 2000 and, well 98 onwards or 1997 onwards that car uh, that livery I'd have been all for it. Um and then um I'm trying to do something. Um and then uh but like like that is really a really interesting race and really interesting. Mm. Um, and the so battle of Norris and Hamilton was enthralling as well. Yeah, and I found that really interesting. Um, and you know, I think Norris is is a good driver. I don't know if he's the greatest driver that everyone like champion winning. Who knows? Um, I think he is. But I think he's know. the absolute real deal. Um, like Rissy, and you know, see what happens. Well, on my on my uh, my weekly driver ratings that I always do, uh, my um, my my tally. I was checking this earlier while I was waiting for you. Um, there's there's a possible ninety points because um, I've graded them out of ten. So uh, for every race, possible yeah. ninety points I could have scored. And weirdly, out of the nine races so far, Verstappen, Hamilton. I'm looking at now. Verstappen, Hamilton, and Alonso are all tied on seventy one points. Uh, oh. And uh, which is completely random. That's just the way it's panned out. And in fourth place on his own is Lando Norris with 67, uh, four points oh, yeah. back. So um, 
and then the next person from that is Leclerc on 62 and so and Sonoda. I've been very much in love with Yuki Sonoda this year. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how he did that. How has he got that many points? Uh, he's had a, he's had quite a few sevens and eights. That's why. Um, mm-hmm. Not he's not had any horrendous races. That's why. Yeah. So yeah, but I think that's that's obviously just my opinion. And you know, anyone looking at the live stream, I'm currently wearing a McLaren top. So yeah. you know, Lando is my boy. So it's. Uh, you can you can take from that what you will, but uh, I try to to do this in a in a un, unbiased, balanced way. You know, that I've got drivers in that I can't stand that I'm rating quite highly, and I've got drivers that I really don't like that I am, or that or that I do love that I am rating quite badly sometimes. So, yeah. um, I try to be honest in my opinion because it's just my opinion at the end of the day. But yeah, that's that's really interesting to see, and I think that if they if McLaren can give Lando a car that he can fight for race wins in, then he might. He might stay beyond 2025, but there's a real chance he won't if that car doesn't pick up. So hopeful, Silverstone, it's going to be a good race. Hopefully. You know, I really right. hope it will. Right. Should we do some track limits then? I don't really want to. Like, it's just painful. So why can't they fucking stay on the track? What am I missing? What am I missing here? Um, I don't agree with the argument of, well, they can do it in Monaco because you can see a barrier. You can't necessarily see a white line, but they still should be able to. And again, the, the argument of, oh, they don't, you know, they don't go on the white lines in the rain. It's like, well, yeah, because they haven't got as much grip, so they can't carry as much speed. So it's a lot easier to turn. So that, that argument doesn't really stand up either. What they are is fierce competitive, drivers that want to exploit every possible margin they can to get to that the best drivers are the ones that can get to that 99.9 percent and stay there and yeah. the, over the weekend there's a re- i think it's a very good reason why max verstappen wasn't getting pinged for track limits and part of that is driver skill and the other is the fact that he's in by far the best car so it doesn't need to push to the 99.9 percent of the time so therefore he that's why him and perez weren't getting those track limits mm-hmm. in qualifying different matter they are pushing 100 percent. and what was happening in qualifying the red bulls were getting track limits so i think that's certain that's part of it and then you know you saw lando was very conservative didn't get any uh well he, i think he got a few but didn't get any penalties for it um there was a few drivers the drivers that just kept their head down and stayed away from the barriers or from the curbs they didn't get any penalties and they were the ones that benefited as a result. So, you know, you've got your I mean, Dapper and Alonso. Hundreds, was it? Yeah, uh, 1,200 estimated, but there's only 1,400 laps in the race. Yeah. So that could potentially be, on average, your, your breaking track limits once every lap. So what that will probably equate to is every driver or most drivers are, you know, going wide in turn nine and in turn 10 on some laps. And then on a couple of laps, they're probably going wide in turn two as well. So uh, you probably find that they're breaking track limits three times in one lap and then they won't do it for three laps. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's just, it's still, it's not quite as amateur hour as people are making out, but uh, because it is, it is difficult, but just, you know, as Martin Brundle says, the, the acceleration pedal works in both directions. So yeah. you you need to leave less margin, like you leave less margin in um, leave, sorry, leave more margin. 
you leave more margin when you've got gravel right up against there because you know that if you do go wide, you're going to hit the gravel. So, yeah, yeah it's it's just a case they do need to leave more margin. And that that interview with Max Verstappen, I don't know if you saw it, but he um, he said he said to the uh, uh, the journalists, "Well, it is really difficult." do you want to get in my car and try it? And of course the journalist was like, yes, absolutely. I want to get in there and try it. Yeah. Um, but it was very, very petulant and entitled of Max to, to, to say that. And I, I just, yeah, I know the drivers are probably all thinking it, but they can all do it. They can't go to the, the maximum speed all the time, yeah. but they can all do it. Yeah. I just feel no like, way. I like everyone's like, oh yeah, but the track needs changing. No, the track does not need changing. The way they the way they enforce the rules needs changing. They need to find a better way, way to enforce the rules. And B, if you go over the line, you're out of the track. I don't get why that's an issue. Like, needs to, they need to make it automated. It's not going to be impossible to make it an automated system. It just pings up automatically and then instant straight to the teams. This has happened. Tell your driver. Yeah. And that needs that needs to happen. Because what they but can't have is what they had at the weekend. There must be a system. I mean, well, there is systems. There right. are systems for that. And Red Bull, the Red Bull around the track. But as soon as it touches, it knows which car it is. Yeah, it doesn't know. even need that. It just, you, all you need is is the is the downward downward camera. They've only got eight eight corners to you know that are worth talking about. So there's no reason why they can't have um, position cameras pointing downwards, like the Hawkeye cameras in tennis. And then whenever the car goes outside there, um, it gets a ping. It can you can tell from the transponder which car it is that ping goes straight to the team saying track limits at turn nine, track limits at turn ten, and then when it comes up with the fourth one, it's like one more time and it's a five second penalty. That's your black and white flag. They can tell the driver. Driver doesn't do it again after that. So yeah. and that would be it. We wouldn't have to talk about it. But they just it was so blasé with it, and it's it is a it is a track that's very difficult for track limits. So I think we'll see it a little bit at Silverstone, and there's a few other tracks this year that we probably will see it as well. There's a few turns in Silverstone where you can run wide and gain advantage. You can do that through Stowe, you can do it through the final corner, you can do it through Cops. So it's it's we are still going to have a bit of that, but uh, not nowhere near to the uh, the extent that we had this weekend. Or if we do, my God, is there going to be hell to pay? Yeah, it's. I just got boring, and then and then the way they then, it's all very boring. And now they've added loads of penalties and loads of things changed. I mean, wins for Lamb. made it up as they go along. They actually reset the penalty system, but it isn't fair because they've got people there that serve the penalty during the race. It's not yeah. fair on them because they're doing it under pit pit conditions, which means they're going to lose more than five seconds because. Yeah, you know, normally you're you're as Bernie Collins said on the on the broadcast, which is yeah. really they're, interesting. They're jacking up as they're rolling in. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So there's of course it's going to take longer. So that's that's worse. But then also the people after the race, they mm-hmm. weren't told that they were racking up penalties, so they could have stopped that. So it's not fair for them either. I was I said there's a genuine chance this race could get stricken from the record and just get abandoned and cancelled because mm-hmm. it's just not fair. I can see other teams putting in protests and if this result had affected the top three i think yeah. we would have seen counter protests from other teams and legal action and sport of arbitration you know or court of arbitration for sport and i know they're not technically involved with motorsport but i can see those kind of threats coming in so it's not a great look they need to figure it out for, for next year which they were told to do that last year and they didn't so you know it's on the the, the red bull ring they need to sort it out there we go um I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that really got my goat. 
Um, no, I think that's pretty much. We have what... whinged a lot. Should we do our Should we do our driver and dick of the day? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, driver, um, Lando. Yep, hundred percent. That's what I've got. Uh, like, like, yes, there was other good drives in there, but you know, Science drove well. Um, Top down, he said. Sergio Perez. He's just winding up. Um, <laughs> no, he genuinely had Sergio Perez as his driver of the day. Oh, yeah. Yep, um, no. He was on balance. He was. Uh, to be fair, on Perez, he came from the back and got to the front. Yeah, but he was zero point four seconds a lap slower than Max Verstappen over the course of the race, and uh, he would have been thirty five seconds behind him had it not yeah, been no for the as much pit stop. As you of seeing those lap times, do you know? Like. And plus, he was there. He was there because he couldn't get through qualifying. You know? Yeah. So yes, his race wasn't as bad as the as the rest of the weekend. He did a reasonable sprint race. And as far as I'm concerned, this weekend I'm not angry with Perez being terrible. He just wasn't great. He was fine. You know, if he raced like that every weekend, there would be no conversations about his performance. But yeah. um, or there'd be very few anyway. There'd be like, oh, why can't he be closer to Max? But there would be no. There there still wouldn't be a championship fight. So he's still not good enough, but yeah, uh, yeah no, definitely not driver today. Definitely not. Um, Dick of the day. Six. I've got, I've got debris because just debris. He uh, was just anonymous. He actually had a reasonable weekend at, at points. He was he was quicker than Sonoda at, at times. He, uh, yeah, his race kind of unfolded a little bit, but he he was having a better weekend, but it just kind of fell apart. Yeah. The so, obvious pick is the FIA and track limits, but it would be, yeah. But, one, but Hamilton and the whinge bag that <laughs> wound me up. Uh, yeah, he, he apologized on Instagram for his attitude afterwards. He put, yeah, a, post, he put a post out saying that he's, uh, you know, he's very passionate about, about the racing and when it wasn't going his way, he was getting despondent. He didn't like, he, he didn't like the person he became yeah. on that day. So he apologized for that, but yeah, it was it was getting a bit grating. But I'm going to go with Max Verstappen for Dick of the Day because everything he did at the weekend, the bully tactics of what he did with, with Perez, what he did with Hamilton in the in the sprint qualifying, what he did in the race with the fastest lap situation as well. And he's just, he doesn't need to be like that. He can be graceful. He doesn't need to be the big, you can't beat me. He's taken a team off, a point off his teammate who's not going to challenge him for the championship. He's put a, a great risk. And you know what? It would have been hilarious if it had been pinged post race with a 10 second penalty and lost the win because he went for fast slap. It didn't happen. I know this is making me sound like I am very anti Verstappen and I want to make it clear that I absolutely am. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's. Uh, I'm, down, he keeps on. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not anti Max Verstappen. I'm just. I'm just anti lack of competition. So mm. I want competition. So I want Max Verstappen to not win every single race. That would be yeah. lovely. Thank you very much. So I'm going for Max on that one, and you've gone for Hamilton. So that is that's fair enough. I get that. It was grating on me as well. It's not. It's not a great look. But uh, at least he was. Or at least he was good enough to stand up and say, "Do you know what? I was a bit of a dick today." So uh, yeah. yeah, deserving of dick of the day. But you know, perhaps. Yeah, not quite as bad. Um, so, championship again. I'm not looking at the driver standings uh, at, at the top, but um, Perez 17 points ahead of Alonso. Not a great weekend for Alonso. We've hardly spoken about Aston Martin this week. Hamilton lost ground on Alonso, but 106 points to 131. Science and Leclerc 82 72, and then George Russell tied with Charles Leclerc now. So Leclerc has jumped Russell. Uh, 
Constructors Championship. God, sorry. I was just thinking about the Aston Martin. They really didn't do much, you know. They were grand. No, they didn't really have the pace. They were, they they weren't they weren't really a factor in the race. They had a bad strategy, and um, well, the most <laughs> they did have a big influence on the race. It was them that appealed the uh, the decision, yeah. which then got all the penalties. Uh, Constructors Championship, Mercedes still in second place with Aston Martin, just three points back now. They've uh, they've closed in a little bit with those post race penalties, and Ferrari closed in a lot on both of them as well. 154, I can see that finishing Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari, Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. I can really see that, um, and then potentially even McLaren based on these updates, just yeah. 18 points back. And then we've got Haas with... Uh, you said that about America and then suddenly they dropped that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, and then we've got Haas with 11, Alfa Romeo 9, Williams 7, Alfa Tori. Remember you talked about Williams, but like the Williams is... Like, Alvin is out driving the car, full stop. Well, he's driving the car to the limit. Yeah. He's isn't. He's yeah. Doing really well. yeah, absolutely. He's unlucky. 11th place in the race, 13th for the sprint. He On another day, he could have got a point... I said on Gridsort, he's you know Williams are flirting with the points on a regular basis now, which is a big improvement. So I'm I'm here for it. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I hope it continues, and I hope they get a few more points. Yeah, yeah. So British yeah. Grand Prix this weekend. I'm missing the Grand Prix because I'm at a rehearsal. I think I might be missing it, and I'm trying to not. <laughs> I'm working, and I'm trying to not work. So yeah. So I I will be catching up with it at about five o'clock. Um, I can't catch up. With maybe it. maybe six o'clock. Probably about six o'clock. I'll be catching up with it, uh, and I might catch qualifying. I'll probably miss the start, so I might be able to catch. I'm the end. definitely yeah. missing qualifying, and I'll hopefully catch up. Yeah, with this it. this real life thing is really annoying, isn't it? Why can't we just watch Formula One and podcast and do nothing yeah. else? Bring yeah. back lockdown. That's what I say. When we used yeah. to do pod, we used to do two pods a week back in lockdown times. Jesus, because we had nothing else to do. Yeah. Uh, we used to report on IndyCar and Formula 2 and I did like seven race reviews a week and oh my god that, that was tough that was hard work like, but we had nothing else to do because it was yeah, lockdown I can barely do one though, man. Yeah. Um, yeah cool right well hopefully then we'll see each other next week I guess uh, yeah I should be able to I might be in another hotel in another place but yeah cool pack your headphones pack your headphones <laughs> alright I'll speak to you later ciao bello bye I've got to put Love Island on and my dinner's turning up because I ordered the dinner second about 15 minutes ago. So I'm, I was like looking at the time going, come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Tom. Stop talking, stop talking. Sorry, I'll leave you to your Love Island. I can't wear this TV. Hotel. Oh God, you're in a hotel room. You're not even watching it with your wife. No excuse. Oh my God. <laughs>